Welcome to Watch Therefore. Our Savior Jesus told us to watch for His coming, and the signs that He spoke of are all around us shouting, Watch Therefore, and be ready. So join me, Dove Schwartz, as we learn to watch and prepare for the coming of our great God and Savior, Jesus Christ. Welcome to Watch Therefore. We're watching for our great Savior, our King Messiah Jesus. Oh, He... He loves us, and he's been preparing a place for us for almost 2,000 years. Dove Schwartz here with Watch Therefore. Our co-host, Dr. John McTernan, with us also on the program. John, if the Lord created the earth in six days, and and he's been there in heaven for 2,000 years, boy, that's going to be a special place when we get there, isn't it? (laughs) Yeah. Hey, if he could create the universe... Can you imagine what type of a uh, home he has for us? That's right. He said he was going to prepare a place for us, and he's been there for about right. 2,000 years doing that. I'll bet it is. One guy said this, Keith Green, the late Keith Green said, well, this must be like living in a garbage can compared to what's going on up there. <laughs> Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Well, John, why don't you lead us in a word of prayer? We have a special passage. I think you sh- you, we could call this a special program because the passage in the teaching on this program is really the center of life. And so, uh, John, would you pray for our listeners and for the program today? Yeah. Father, we thank you for this time yes. uh, to be able to speak the truth of your word. Lord, and, and we have no idea who's listening, but we do ask for a blessing on their life, Lord. Yes. We ask that the word of God would be a sweet fragrance to them of life. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 Uh, John, there's, this passage um, is one that it really gives me hope and um, an understanding of, of being saved and the power of God operating through this, this message of the gospel. So 1 Corinthians one eighteen says this, For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. But to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. Wow, that says it all, doesn't it, John? Uh, it surely does. And the, the cross is um, really foolishness. Uh, it, it's ironic that you should choose this topic that, to speak on today. Yes. Because yesterday in the mail, I received a brochure from s- someone who wrote a the brochure was written against a muslim brochure that they had received mm. and the muslim brochure says deliverance from the cross i have it right in my hand oh i my just goodness. literally received it yesterday oh my goodness. Pastor Doe. oh my goodness and in it it gives 17 reasons why jesus christ did not die on the cross and and, and so um the the attack on the message of the cross is in full swing in this generation, isn't it, John? It certainly is. And Islam, uh, I think the vast majority of our listeners don't understand this, but in the Koran itself, one of the doctrines of it is that Jesus Christ did not die on the cross. Yes. That an imposter did, he didn't, and that Allah just took him to heaven. Yeah, yeah, that's it. Uh, the Jesus they preach will come back and say that he, Jesus is not God the Son, the Son of God, 
and that Allah is God and all this other uh, insanity. And, and so uh, here is our message. It's the message of the cross. It's that, uh, uh, and, and Paul, you know, what's, what strikes me is, is being funny is that, or strange, Paul is a brilliant man. The apostle Paul, who's writing to the Corinthians, is a brilliant man. But he knows his wisdom is, is foolishness compared to God's wisdom. And, and, and he's dealing with the Corinthians who are up to their ears in man's wisdom, sadly. Yeah? And, and so... Yeah, well, they were Greeks. Mm-hmm. We forget, Pastor mm-hmm. Dove, that the Corinthians were Greeks. Mm-hmm. And what are the Greeks known for? Philosophers. That's right. Man's wisdom. Socrates, Aristotle, mm-hmm. um, Plato, mm-hmm. and, and so forth. And, and and Paul, uh, as he goes through this this explanation of the cross and compares it to the wisdom of man, uh, and, and he goes on in the next chapter, which really there was no chapter breaks initially. And the first verse of chapter two, verse one, is the word "and," so we know it's a continued thought. He says that he didn't come to them with uh, excellence of speech to convey the message of of God, but what did he come with? He came determined, he determined to know nothing but Jesus Christ and him crucified. Jesus Christ and him crucified. So this is our message. This is, this is our life. It's the, it's the cross. And it is interesting to me, John, that, that it's under such a, a vicious attack today. And, and that, that God the Son died on the cross to make me acceptable to God the Father, it's such a message of kindness and mercy and, and love, and it's attacked so viciously. Sad, isn't it? It really is. Um, and it just shows you man's thinking without being regenerated by uh, the Holy Spirit. Yes. It, it's in, like, I just happened to speak about Islam because I received this brochure, but I I've spoken to numerous Muslims, and I've asked them. In fact, I don't even ask them anymore because I know what their thinking is. Mm-hmm. I think I explain to them about Jesus, or Jesus Christ dying on the cross, and the Muslims tell me it's inconceivable to them that a prophet of God would die on a cross. It's yeah. inconceivable. That's right. Like to them, that's proof that Jesus Christ was not a prophet of God. And isn't that what those? who were instrumental in, in his generation uh, from, from a human perspective of having him crucified, that yelled, crucify him. Of course, Jesus, our Lord, said, you don't take my life, I lay it down willingly. But uh, participants that day, they made fun of him, and they said, if you're the Messiah, come down off that cross. It was inconceivable to them that the Messiah that they were waiting for could die on a cross. That's, that's what it says here, the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. These you know, are... I, I just thought of, uh, Pastor Dove, while mm-hmm. you were speaking, I just thought of something. Isn't the um, rabbinical thinking very same to the Muslims? Aren't the, the, the rabbis of the past and all, haven't they written that the Messiah is coming as a world savior, as a, a conquering king and he's going to save Israel and set up the millennial. You see, that's the exact thinking of the Muslims in that area. They do not see the need for the cross. 
And and, and the 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 ironic thing uh, for the for the Jewish people is is that very clearly, and one of the ways we share the gospel with Jewish people is is well, you reject Jesus as Messiah. Yes, we flatly reject him. Well, didn't it say in Isaiah fifty three that the Messiah would come and suffer for our sins, and that he would be rejected by our people? Well, you're fulfilling that right now, right? And and and, and so. They reject the, their own scriptures. Our people, my people, reject our own scriptures that prophesy a suffering servant who would come lowly riding on a donkey. Uh, that's just that's just amazing. That's just not something they could ever imagine that, that he would be that way. They are expecting this great king who will bring world peace. And and part of the perishing is John. They're going to accept a false savior very soon. Both. Uh, well, uh, all the world is, isn't that right? Yeah. Yes. Absolutely. Absolutely. They will. They will get really who they're looking for. Yeah. But Pastor Dove, I, I was thinking again while you were speaking, and don't uh, to receive the Lord Jesus on the cross as your Savior. Doesn't that need a conviction of sin? Absolutely. On the inside. And a reality of our dreadful state. Absolutely, absolutely. And again, let's just use the Jewish people and Islam and the Muslim people because they seem to be so um, at uh, at poles from one another, so uh, so much the opposite of one another. Yet in in, in this, um, they they are the same. Uh, that uh, the Jewish people and the Muslim people think. Rather similarly about this. Yeah, if you do certain traditions, then you please God. Right. Uh, Sin is in in, uh, Judaism is reduced to to being unimportant or insignificant or something that's not that big a deal, and that we can do mitzvot. We can do enough good works uh, to outweigh the bad. Uh, I, I tell my Jewish friends that is very Gentile and pagan. That's not Jewish thinking. And they, they look at me like I'm crazy. I say, no, no, the world's religions teach that you can be good enough to God. But our Torah teaches blood sacrifice, which would be a picture of the Messiah who's coming. Uh, and, of course, Islam as well uh, looks for good works to get them there. Now, John, we've got to take a break for a moment. And when we come back, I want all of our listeners to know, then we're going to talk about how the message of the cross to we who are being saved is the power of God. Oh, it's going to be very exciting. This is it's going to be a very exciting way to uh, the Lord saves saves the best for last. So don't go anywhere. But John, first, would you share for a few minutes with our listeners about this wonderful ministry that we've co-founded called Blessing Israeli Believers? Yeah, I'm excited to tell you about Blessing Israeli Believers because we have a ministry that was. Um, out of, what would we call it, out of commission? Out of circulation. <laughs> For about 1,900 years, when uh, in 70 A.D., when the Roman army destroyed Jerusalem, actually it was probably before that, but roughly 70 A.D., uh, the Roman army destroyed Jerusalem and uh, dispersed the Jews into all the world. That really ended... Uh, um, the center of belief in the Lord in Jerusalem. And when we look at the uh, New Testament, especially in the book of Romans, chapter 14, when Paul went around um, to the Gentiles, like in Corinthians, right here in Corinth, right right where we're talking about, right. 
he took up collections for the relief of the poor saints in Jerusalem, and he took the funds back. When, when he came back and gave a report about what God was doing in the Gentiles, for example, in Corinth, uh, he would also have uh, quite a bit of uh, wealth to help them in Jerusalem that were living in such poverty. Right. So that was out, Pastor Dove. When when the Apostle Paul passed away, and then shortly after that, the temple was destroyed, that ended that type of ministry. And now in the hour and day that we live in, it's resurrected in the form of blessing Israeli believers. So in a in a kind of a real sense, we're following in the footsteps of the Apostle Paul. We are helping in many ways uh, raise funds and exhort uh, the saints, not well, not only in Jerusalem, but also in, in all of Israel. But we're doing it with the believers, Pastor Dove. Yeah. Uh, we we yeah. are, and, and we're vetting people. We're vetting them to make sure they're sincere, that the needs are sincere. So we come alongside them and help them. And one of the things uh, which I am so blessed about is the um, pro-life. Absolutely. With Yad Chaim in Israel, where we come alongside the believers in Israel who run pro-life there, and we raise funds. And Pastor Dove, I, I hate to say this, but it's really a matter of funds of saving Israeli babies. That's right. That's right. So many of the women uh, have abortions. 40% of the abortions take place in the context of married couples. The cost of living is astronomical in Israel, folks. It's hard to imagine how many people live below the poverty line here. And so it's just they can't afford to feed uh, another child in their minds and their way of thinking. And, and, and the thought that this is really a baby before the baby's born is very foreign, sadly, from the deception here in Israel. Uh, yeah, absolutely, John. Yeah, so uh, we have, um, we've been very, very faithful, Pastor Dove. How, do you remember by any chance when we started to, uh, to direct funds to Biyad Haim in Israel? About How four years ago, ago, about five years ago, about five years ago. Seems like more than that to me, five, but yeah, you're right. Well, well, anyways, it's, it's somewhere around 2010 uh, we started, we've been very faithful and every month uh, we give them uh, funds so that they can then give it to, so to to meet the needs of the Israeli women to keep their babies. Yes, it's very important. It's very important, John, and thank you for sharing with our listeners today. Now, I want our listeners to know that you can go to BlessingIsraeliBelievers.com. You'll see John's smiling face there on the website. <laughs> and we encourage you to... Uh, prayerfully, financially, so into this work. And when you do, you also help keep watch, therefore, on the air. It's like a double blessing. Uh, John, I think it's important that we finish the program uh, with this passage. For the message of the cross is foolishness to those who are perishing. We've talked about that. Um, People are perishing in their sins, and at the cross is the only place where we can be forgiven for our sins. When the sinless Savior took our sins upon himself, upon the cross, He was buried on the third day. He rose again. Hallelujah. And we must turn away from our sins and receive Jesus and what he has done for us on the cross, this resurrected Savior. We must receive him as as our only hope, our Savior, and put our life in his hands. And it goes on to say, but to us who are being saved, it is the power of God. The gospel is the power of God to save us. The good news of of the gospel, the message of the cross and the resurrection, the blood of Jesus. Yes, John? Absolutely. That's the good news, is we have been reconciled 
to God. That's right. We're reconciled to him yes. now yes. because of the death and, uh, well, the shed blood of the Lord Jesus Christ, but that involves his death, burial and resurrection. God no longer uh, is um, against us or his government. That's I right. guess it would be the best way to mention that or speak of that is no longer against us because if we think of sin as a crime, Everything fits together, Pastor. Yes, though. If well we said. commit a crime in a, in a, in in a, any country, there is a penalty for it, and this the the crime of sin, committing sin, the penalty is death, which means separation from God and a, a real place called hell. Well, Jesus Christ died on the cross, and, and, and in a real sense, paid the penalty for our sin, so we do not have to suffer and we can be united with god so the preaching of the cross to them uh, that perishes foolishness absolutely but to us which are saved it is the power of god hallelujah hallelujah and you know john um something the lord's been showing me about the message of the cross i want to share with you and our listeners um he told us messiah jesus tells us in the gospels and, and i think this is the way we measure success am i living a successful life should be measured by, am I keeping the most important two commandments? And the most important two commandments our Lord Jesus told us are is to love the Lord our God with all of our heart, soul, mind, and strength with every part of our being and life, and to love our neighbor as ourself. Those are the two most important commandments. How could we do that, John, without the power of the cross? How could we do that without a resurrected Savior who sent his Holy Spirit to live in us and, and, and to help us uh, understand who he is, what he's done for us, the enormity of the glory of his kindness and grace and mercy toward us, and how much he loves other people. How could we do that but for the power of the cross, John? Well, you're right, because our normal tendency, our normal nature is not to love God with our whole mind, body, soul, right, and strength. Right, that's right. <laughs> And to love ourselves, not our neighbors, right? Yes, yes. Uh, The word today, Pastor Dove, is self-esteem. That's right. Self-esteem, which is to love yourself first, Right. which the Bible says we're to die to self. Absolutely. So man has it 180 degrees off. That's right. You Uh know, um, and and, and naturally for us, we want God to give us mercy, but to give that guy who cut us off when we're driving on the road, give him judgment, Lord. (laughs) <laughs> right? So give me yeah, mercy. we want to call that, we want to be the sons of thunder right. and call fire down. Our natural tendency is give me mercy, give him judgment, right? And uh-huh. so the opposite, it, it only comes from the cross. Uh, Jesus, the Lord, dying on the cross. It's like my mother used to ask me when she would see me, see me walking in lukewarmness, she would say to me, where is the power of the cross in your life? Oh, what a convicting question. Yeah, John? Your mother had a way of with words. <laughs> That's right, she did. And so, so this is this is the power of God to salvation. That we're saved by Messiah Jesus. That we're taken out of the category of being in Adam in His condemnation and being baptized into Christ in His uh, love and forgiveness and mercy. Uh, that's the power of God that only comes from the gospel. Now, John, Romans one sixteen puts it so well. The same author, Paul, same Holy Spirit working through him. He says, For I am not ashamed of the gospel of Christ, for it is the power of God for salvation 
to everyone who believes, uh, to the Jew first and then the Gentile. Uh, John, what's a final word of exhortation that you would give our listeners about the message of the cross? Maybe there's someone listening now who's perishing and needs to accept Jesus the Lord and what he has done for us at the cross. What would you say, John? Well, there's actually, we could tell our situation with God. Is the cross precious to us? Is the death of the Lord Jesus Christ precious? Is it just like the Bible says, but to us which are saved, it is the power of God? Or uh, do you hate God and think the cross is foolishness? You want nothing to do with it, and basically the reason for that is sin. Or are you lukewarm? You know, eh, yeah, well, maybe he did die. I don't, eh, you know, but I want to lead my life. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. It's one of those three characters, um, one of those three uh, areas, Pastor Dove. Mm-hmm. Is, it, is it the power of God unto salvation in your life? Is it the, the stench of death where you hate it? Or are you lukewarm? But the bottom line is it hasn't changed. God's plan for eternal life for us is repentance of sin and confession that Jesus Christ died on the cross and paid the penalty for our sin and that he is our Lord and Savior. There is no other way, Pastor. There's no plan B. No, it'd be like going before, committing some heinous crime here in America, going before a judge and telling the judge, but judge, I was a Boy Scout. Right. And and judge, I, I love helping old ladies across the street. And and all of that, I mean, it won't cut it. If if you've committed a crime, you got to pay the penalty for it. So Absolutely. good works can never be a substitute for the cross of Jesus Christ, Pastor Dove. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well said. John, I'm going to lead our listeners in a word of prayer. And, uh, sure. Go thank ahead. You, thank you for agreeing with me in prayer as well. Oh, Holy Father in heaven, in Messiah Jesus' name, we thank you that you so loved us that you sent your only begotten Son and, and that whoever believes in him will not perish. And we believe in him. And we won't perish, but we have everlasting life. I pray for all of our listeners. If there's one today who maybe even before this program had not um, held in high esteem the message of the cross and, and who even may be perishing, oh, Lord, uh, your, your word says repent or you shall perish, that they would turn away from every hope that they have that is not with the center message of the cross. They would repent of their own thinking of being a good person or any other way they thought they might go to heaven or or, or establish uh, righteousness and that you would deliver them from that self-righteousness and that they would put their faith in Messiah Jesus and receive your righteousness through him. Thank you that Jesus died on the cross for our sins and was buried and on the third day rose again. Thank you for the power of the cross, the resurrected Savior. Without a crucifixion, there wouldn't be a resurrection. Thank you for the resurrected Savior who operates in our lives by the Holy Spirit. Bless all of our listeners today and bless brother john as he has sat in so well today and and participated in the program thank you holy father messiah jesus name john what a blessing to be with you on the program once again oh i love to be on with you and i love to share these truths with our listeners ah that's great amen well remember to go to blessing and here's how we like to close the program remember to watch therefore messiah jesus is coming any moment. Thanks for listening today, and please join me every day, Monday through Friday, unless our Lord Jesus returns for us this week. This program is listener-supported and depends on tax-deductible donations to stay on the air. 
Give to Watch Therefore and contact me through our website at watchtherefore.tv. You can also send tax-deductible donations to Watch Therefore, P.O. Box 564, Carolan, Texas, 77588. Again, by the web, watchtherefore.tv, and mail, watchtherefore, P.O. Box 564, Carolan, Texas, 77588. You can also call me right now at 713-624-0943. That's 713-624-0943. Keep watching for Messiah Jesus.